Hey yo, welcome back to another episode of Put 30 on a Clock. This is Coach Phil, and as usual, we're gonna get right to it. Got a question for you though. Do you trust your teammates? Better yet, should you trust your teammates? Check this out. When you make a commitment to this, like you sign this imaginary contract with yourself. I know we all heard Kobe say that, right? But it's true. You sign this imaginary contract with yourself that this is where you're going to be. This is where you're going to be, whether you're in the gym or in the streets, like you're lifting weights or you're doing your push-ups and your calisthenics. You're on the court doing your skill work, right? you in the streets jogging or you on the treadmill. Um, you're doing your drills left and right. Uh, you're, you're eating the right foods. You play and pick up against real competition. You play in AAU and rec league, and you're just trying to get better by, by any means necessary. You're exhausting all avenues of improvement. You're doing everything you can. You become very easy to find because you're going to stand out. The majority of the hoopers ain't putting in that kind of time. They're not dedicated like that. You know what I'm saying? Like they 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 want to have more of a social life. And I'm not mad at that. I feel that. I understand that. But they just not as committed as you. They're not paying the price that you're paying. And as a result, they haven't made the progress that you've made. Right? So you go to practice every day with people who are nowhere near as committed as you are. You don't even take it personally. You're not angry. You're not mad. You don't hold it against them. You understand that not everybody is built like you. But more importantly, not everybody wants this like you want it. Let's say we're talking to a high school hooper. This exists in college as well. You know, this exists even in the NBA. But this is most prevalent, let's say, in the high school setting, right? And you're you're a clear standout over everyone, right? You don't, you're not really like too accepting of back talk, slander, bickering, complaining from your teammates about not getting enough touches, not getting the ball enough, because you know, everyone knows. It ain't just, you know, this is small knit community, it's high school now. Everyone knows that you put in the work. And you're clearly that guy. You're clearly that girl because you put in the work. And that person did not. So you're not going to be very welcoming to any any negative talk. You're not even going to be welcoming to them begging for the ball. That's just, it's not happening, right? Because it's clear. Now, that makes you look like a terrible person to the people who are unaware. Let's Let's say people don't know what's going on right? It makes you look selfish. It makes you look like a bad person. It makes you look like you think the world revolves around you and your work ethic, (laughs) right? And you need to understand that that is so far from the truth. You know that that's not true, but you need to accept the fact that other people are just going to have to be mad at you. Other people are just going to have to not understand. Other people are just going to have to have their opinions. Welcome to being a standout. This is part of the part of the gig of being a standout hooper is that you will be misunderstood. In fact, there are people who will be dedicated to making sure that you're misunderstood because it makes them look good. I mean, just look at professional athletes now. 
they have to deal with people who get paid a lot of money to say things about them on a daily basis. You know, there are popular networks and popular programs dedicated to talking about what athletes do on the court. And if they get a chance to get involved in any gossip or any off the court issues, they're all over it. They get paid millions of dollars to follow an athlete. To me, you know, as an adult now and as somebody who trains players and has coached basketball, I kind of find that a little embarrassing um, that people would do that. Like, Like they're clamoring to find out what these guys got going on in their personal lives. Like that's I think that's pretty sick, but, you know, I digress. But it's their job and their focus to make sure that you're misunderstood because it brings them validity, credibility. And you can't, I mean, we're doing a better job now, but for the most part, you still can't really clear yourself because there's so many more of them than there are of you. And the people that they're talking to, the fans, for the most part, I hate to say it, But for the most part, they're casuals. They don't know what it's like to put in this kind of work. They don't know what it's like to practice every day, to to be this good at anything. Um, They just love basketball and you are amongst the best of the thing that they love. That doesn't mean they understand you. It doesn't even mean that they want to understand you. Like you just look bad, you know? I've heard Kobe Bryant and Gilbert Arenas share this very same story, and I felt like it was just dope to share it with you that when you put in that kind of time, uh, I'm not saying that you're entitled to certain things, but you surely should not be labeled as selfish because you don't want to share the ball or the responsibilities or the, the whatever with other people who aren't even as interested in this. Forget about working as hard. They're not even as interested in this. It's gotten to the point where some of the best players in the world, I I, I think it was like 2006, 2007, um, maybe 2005. I'm, I'm getting my years mixed up where I would watch Kobe Bryant playing and he'd shoot fadeaways over three people. And I'm like, man, that just passed the ball, Kobe. And then I look around at his team and I'm like, yo, you should still pass the ball. But listening to him after retirement, he's like, I'm not really going to, I'm not, me shooting against three people is our best shot because I'm passing the ball to people who show up to practice five minutes before and they are the first ones out. You want me to pass the ball to somebody who doesn't get shots up after practice? I break my back every day. I'm at, you know, I get into practice four or five hours early. I get my own personal workout. I get my own shots up. I get my own skill working. I get my own lift in. And then I practice with these guys and then I stay after. I'm super dedicated. And you want me to just trust somebody who's just here because this is a job. And then when you hear his perspective, it kind of opens your eyes and changes things up. It's like, yo, is he really that selfish? Now, there are Kobe selfish stories everywhere, right? So I'm not going to play that game with you. I think that's a game I would lose. But that doesn't change the fact that him shooting over three people is probably a better shot than some of his teammates would get if they were wide open. Gilbert said the same thing. You know, more recently, he said 
I think it was the Bradley Beal episode he had on the, um, the No Chill podcast where he said, I'm getting up, a, you know, a thousand shots today. If I don't see you getting up shots uh, before practice, after practice, if I don't see you working the way I'm working, you're going to have a hard time getting the ball for me. And Gilbert was the point guard, so he could actually control that, right? He's like, you don't have a hard time. Bradley Beal starts laughing because he's like, yeah, I'm kind of on that same time too. It's kind of the same thing with me right now. So you know that you've made a million and one sacrifices to have reached this point. You've earned everything that you have. It wasn't given to you. But when you don't quote unquote share, you're the selfish one. Why don't people share some of the sacrifice? Why don't people share some of the work? Why don't people share some of the strength training, performance training, whatever you want to call it? Why don't people share in the ugly side, the side that people don't see? Why don't people earn your trust? Because you've went to the ends of the world and back to earn everybody else's trust. You're not even asking them to do what you've done or to be who you are. But they can't show any effort to earn your trust. This might sound like I'm putting a battery in your back to be selfish and never pass the ball. That's not what I'm saying. Because as a coach, I want the ball to flow. I want the best players to have it. I want to give myself the best chance to win. I want this to be a place of great chemistry, but I also want it to be a place of order. If you have earned the right to get 20 shot attempts, I'm going to give you the green light to take those 20 shot attempts. As a coach, I'm looking for makes. I'm not looking for shot attempts. I'm not, this ain't the YMCA. I'm trying to win. And if you getting up 20 shots gives us the greatest chance to win, let's do it. So do you trust your teammates? My pers- my real question is more like, should you? What have they done to earn your trust? If I'm coaching, what have they done to earn mine? This rubs a lot of people the wrong way because they want that YMCA kind of feel where it's like, yo, everybody's a winner. Uh Everybody's welcome. Everybody could be a part of this. This is competitive basketball. In, in, in fact, let's let's go beyond basketball. This is competitive everything. Once it gets competitive, this isn't for everybody. Everybody doesn't belong. There's no there's not room for everybody. Not everybody can do this. And that's okay. So with that being the case. With this not being for everybody, people can earn your trust because you've done everything to earn ours. And as a coach, I'm going to honor that. I can't, I don't know how that'll work out where you play. I don't know how that'll work out where you live and where you are. But if I see you breaking your back to be the best player, I'm going to reward you for that. This is Coach Phil. Appreciate y'all for spending this time with me. You could have been anywhere 
in the world, but you're here with me. And I appreciate that. Y'all be good.